This next section is looking at the non-thermal burns. So let's begin. Cold injuries. Question one. How are cold injuries classified? Cold injuries can be classified as freezing and non-freezing. The freezing ones include frost nip and frostbite, and the non-freezing one, trench foot. What is frost nip? Frostnip is a mild cold injury common in skiers. It affects the acral regions, so digits, nose, ears. They go white and insensate. Simple rewarming leads to hyperemia and with it paresthesia. What is the mechanism for frostbite? With frostbite, this occurs at zero degrees. The peripheral blood is shunted to maintain core temperature. At the peripheries, ice crystals form. These draw out intercellular water. As a result, cells become hyperosmotic, which damages them, and there is protein denaturation. There is also microvascular endothelial damage, and vascular stasis worsens the injury, leading to thrombosis and gangrene. How is frostbite managed? Frostbite is managed with rewarming the patient in a circulating water bath at 37 to 39 degrees for one hour at which point the tissue should start to become red and purple colour and pliable. Also, ibuprofen is given, and in the small number that require it, fasciotomies are performed. What are the causes of non-freezing cold injury? The features that cause non-freezing cold injury are near freezing temperatures along with a moist environment and dependency and constrictive clothing. What are the three stages for non-freezing cold injuries? Three stages are hyper, pre-hyperemic, hyperemic and post-hyperemic. Pre-hyperemic occurs within hours or days. Here the limb is cold, swollen and numb. In the hyperemic phase, the, which is two to six weeks, the limb is red and swollen. In the post-hyperemic phase, which is weeks to months later, the limb may be warm but it, it is cold and sensitive. 
How is non-refreezing cold injury managed? Non-refreezing cold injury is managed with washing and air drying the feet, rewarming the patient, and bed rest and elevation. Okay, chemical burns. How do chemical burns damage tissue? There are six ways in which chemicals may damage tissue. Oxidation, as what happens with sodium hypochlorite. Reduction, as what happens with hydrochloric acid. Corrosion, as is seen with phenol. Protoplasma poisoning, which is seen with formic acid. Vesiculation. Desiccation. And that's it. What is the burn mechanism for alkali burns? Alkali burns call liquefactive necrosis. True or false, alkali burns are deeper than acid burns. True, like for like, alkali burns are causing deeper burns than acidic burns. What's the mechanism of acid? What's the mechanism of action for acid burns? Acids cause coagulative necrosis. What is the other potential issue with acid burns? Some acids, such as hydrochloric acid, give off a fume which causes airway edema and pneumonitis. Why is hydrofluoric acid particularly damaging? Hydrofluoric acid, in contact with the skin, breaks down to the hydrogen ions, cause acid burns via coagulative necrosis, and the fluoride ions cause local and systemic liquefactive necrosis, i.e. alkali burns. They also react with calcium and magnesium, dropping the blood concentration, and finally the hydrofluoric acid poisons the sodium-potassium APTase, causing an efflux of potassium from the cells. What are the ECG changes with hydrofluoric acid? Hydrofluoric acid causes a prolonged QT interval. How is hydrofluoric acid managed? first step in management of hydrofluoric acid is copious irrigation. Then, if further management is required, calcium gluconate topically inactivates the free fluoride and should reduce the pain. 
If pain continues, then subcutaneous infiltration of 0.5 mils of 10% calcium gluconate per centimeter square of bone. Where is phosphorus found in terms of a common cause in burns? Phosphorus is found within fireworks, firearms, insecticides and fertilizers. How are phosphorus burns managed? Phosphorus burns are managed with copious irrigation and also, if required, 0.5% copper sulfate solution, which turns phosphorus black, making it easier to identify. Which chemicals should not be irrigated and why? Chemicals that shouldn't be irrigated with water include sodium, potassium and lithium burns as the water will ignite the sodium, potassium or lithium, phenol as it's not water soluble and concentrated sulfuric or hydrochloric acid as they release heat when water is added. How are phenol burns managed? Phenol burns are managed by removing the phenol with 50% polyethylene glycol. How are concentrated sulfuric and hydrochloric acid burns managed? Concentrated sulfuric acid and hydrochloric acid should be neutralized with soap before irrigation. What else can be used to treat chemical burns? Diphosphorine should also be used for chemical burns as it is a collating molecule with binding sites for many compounds. What can be used to treat ocular injuries? If there has been chemical burns to the eye, then a Morgan's lens can be used, which makes irrigation of the eye simpler. Okay, electrical bends. What is the formula for current? Current in amps is voltage over resistance. What is the UK and US voltages?
the standard voltage of UK plugs is 230 volts and US 120 volts. What is the resistance of the average human body? The average human body has a resistance of 500 ohms. Therefore, what current is passed in a domestic electrical burn? In the UK, where the voltage is 230, the current in a domestic burn is approximately 0.46 amps so that is 230 volts over 500 ohms in the US it's 0.24 amps which is 120 volts over 500 ohms what size of current can lead to ventricular fibrillation One amp. How are electrical bands classified? Electrical bands are classified as high voltage, which is over 1000 volts, or low, which is less than 1000 volts. There is also extremely high, which is lightning. They can also be classified as direct current or alternating current. How much more dangerous is alternating current for electrical burns? Alternating current is three times more dangerous. What is the AC frequency in the UK and the US? The AC frequency in the UK is 50 Hz, and in the US it's 60 Hz. And as continuous muscle tetany occurs between 40 and 110 Hz, any victim of an AC current will be unable to release from the source. What is the mechanism by which electricity leads to burns? Electricity causes burns from two mechanisms. The direct mechanism, which is electrothermal heating, and indirect, which is heating via an arc, flame, or flash. What are the four ways of lightning striking a victim?
The four ways in which lightning may strike a victim are a direct strike, which is rare and instantly fatal. A side flash or side splash. This is when lightning strikes a structure that then discharges the energy through the air or ground via the patient. Contact, when a person touches part of the current as of the current pathway and ground current or step voltage this is where the tissues within the lower limbs have a lower resistance than the ground and therefore the current passes up and down the lower limbs how long do Lichtenberg figures remain in the skin Lichtenberg figures only remain in the skin for a few hours what is the result of a low-voltage electrocution? In low-voltage electrocution, there's usually little tissue destruction. The only concern is that it can lead to cardiac arrest and death. However, if the ECG is normal, then no further monitoring is required. What is the primary pathophysiology in high-voltage burns? The primary pathophysiology is actually heating. What are the secondary injuries caused by high-voltage electrical burns? Secretary injuries are essentially blunt trauma, and this is because of falling, which may lead to things like dislocations and fractures. Also, there is risk of injury due to, or secretary to the massive muscle contraction. Why does prolonged burn lead to deeper injury? With prolonged burn, there is a resistance within the tissues which causes heating. This heating leads to blistering. The blistering leads to reduced resistance and thus a ever-deepening burn. What structures have low resistance? Nerves, vessels and muscles have low resistance. Which structures have high resistance? Fat, tendons and bone have high resistance and therefore will have more heating. What is the proposed mechanism of deep tissue damage in electrical burns? In high voltage burns, the high voltage currents cause electroporation, whereby the electricity causes protein configuration changes in the cell membrane, causing pores within the cell membrane. 
This allows the water and electrolytes to have a free passage in and out of the cell, causing cell death without thermal injury.